Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Elemental Evan Show. Today is a Wellness Wednesday episode. So this is a full-length episode uh, today. And uh, first off, I just want to say thank you all very much for tuning in to today's episode. Um, it's going to be the second portion um, continuing on from last week's episode, which was all about how to lose uh, weight or burn fat. Um, and yesterday, or not yesterday, on last week's episode, I covered uh, two of the main four points that I'll be uh, covering the other two of today, and they were uh, dieting and fasting. So if you wanted to uh, hear about those ones, go ahead and go back to the uh, last week's episode and check that out. Um, it'll be part one of this uh, series. And uh, they're super beneficial um, in terms of uh, losing weight and specifically losing fat. And then uh, we're going to continue on with the other two today. But before we jump in to today's episode, I wanted to take a quick moment to uh, mention once again that, uh, you know, this interesting fact that I covered on last week's episode, which was when you breathe, you actually breathe off about, um, I think it was like 80% of the body fat. So, sorry, better way to word this is when you burn body fat, it breaks down and uh, 80% of it is released as CO2, actually through your breath. The other, um, you know, about 20% is uh, broken down into water and released through urine. But nonetheless, a majority of it is actually released through your breath, which is super interesting. It's like such a crazy um a fact to find out. And uh, it seems like all the time I'm learning more and more about breath and just how incredibly important it is. Um, I actually, when I was going through my yoga teacher training, we would do an hour long practice every single morning of pranayama, which is breath work. Um, and it was incredible just the different things you could do with uh, changing your style of breathing, like doing things to wake up the nervous system to prepare you for the day, like a breath of fire breath work, or maybe even doing a breath work that's going to prepare you for sleep. It's going to get you into a parasympathetic state. So getting you into a rest, relax and digest type of state, um, which is so incredibly powerful, being that we tend to be pretty stressed out most of our days. Um, you know, and then there was even uh, breath work for preparing for a meditation. There was a, a style of breath work for preparing your lungs for the day and cleansing them out. So there's so many different styles and it's really, really incredible. And then just hearing that it also pairs with our release of, you know, the breakdown, like the give off byproduct of fat being used is just really interesting. And so um, nonetheless, that's why I created a course uh, explaining breath work and the incredible things that you can do with breath work. And uh, so yeah, I created an introduction to breath work or pranayama. And uh, I really actually created it for my clients that I work with in my health coaching program. Uh, so if, you, if I have any clients on my health coaching program, they actually receive that as a free um, add-on to the program, uh, just because breath work is so beneficial in so many different ways. So I had to include that in my program for sure. Uh, so if you are interested in doing um, a program with me, just know that that will be included in the package as well, along with obviously the catered program to, you know, any of uh, the health goals or health issues that you're dealing with. Um, I tailor every single program to the person specifically. So uh, we make sure that we really get down to 
the specifics of what it is you're trying to accomplish. But nonetheless, I include this program in there as well as my seven day elemental health reset program. Um, but yeah, this one you can actually purchase on its own as well. Uh, the breathwork program, I highly recommend it. I give you five different breathing styles. So you can do anything from having a morning, uh, breath work that will wake you up and help get you ready for the day. Um, one that will prepare the lungs and clean them out one for stress, one for sleep and one for meditation. So Uh, I highly recommend this. It's an incredible program that I put together as well as an introductory video on what breath work and pranayama is. Um, And yeah, so I put a lot of time and love into it and I think it has so much benefit to it. Um, Breath is going to be blowing up. It already is. It's an amazing thing. Does so much incredible things in the body um, that if you aren't already doing breath work, then I highly recommend you start. So Anyways, go ahead and check that out. I'll have it linked linked in the show notes. Um, it'll be uh, introduction to breathwork or pranayama. And aside from that, um, yeah, go ahead and ch- uh, reach out to me if you guys are interested in a health coaching program. Of course, you can always reach out to me about that. Um, if you're listening to the show, that means you're serious about your health, and that means I would love to work with you. Um, it's always helpful when the person actually cares about getting healthy. That's the most important thing there. And aside from that, uh, if you guys haven't already checked out Organifi, then please do so. Keep an eye out on their website as well. They always have uh, new deals going on, and they're usually stackable with my uh, code so you can get additional 20% off of your entire order even if they have other deals going on usually my uh, code will still work with it so that's pretty awesome and I have the uh, the link in the show notes as well and if you go through that link you uh, get the code of uh, my code automatically applied to your uh, your cart at checkout. So you get 20% off your entire order each time. That's just for being a listener to the show. And uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know what Organifi is, it's like the most incredible um, <laughs> powdered juice drinks, I guess you would call it. Um, they just put incredible things in there though. So, you know, their green juice in the morning has spirulina, chlorella, ashwagandha. Um, you know, if you get their red juice, then you're getting the reishi in there. You're um, getting just incredible like beets in there as well to uh, promote nitric oxide in the body. Um, their nighttime or their gold formula. Um, that one is I've been really enjoying (laughs) has magnesium in there. It's got reishi, turkey tail, uh, just incredible, incredible stuff in there. And uh, all their stuff is organic. It's third party tested for glyphosate. So you know you're getting extremely clean products. And uh, yeah, they're just an incredible company all around. So if you haven't already checked them out, I highly recommend you do. you can order just one item and I'm promising you, you're going to be hooked on it. Um, if you want something that's super tasty, I would go for the red juice or even the gold chocolate or the harmony. Those two both taste like hot chocolate basically, (laughs) but way more healthy for you, obviously. So anyways, go ahead and give them a look. Um, they're incredible. All their products are incredible and, uh, they really actually care about your health. So Go ahead and check them out. I got them linked in the show notes. And aside from that, let's go ahead and jump into the two other main uh, points of how to lose weight or specifically uh, lose fat. So as I said, I already covered uh, dieting and fasting, which are huge, massive, massive in losing fat. Um, I have personal experience with it. I've done both of those along with the other two that I'm about to mention. And if you use all four of these together, 
you're going to see definitely some good benefits from it. So um, definitely stay stay tuned and uh, make sure you're taking notes maybe um, or just listen very intently. <laughs> but I'm going to give you guys some really good stuff here. So uh, the next, or I guess this would be the third point, um, this is going to sound so obvious uh, because if you... You don't even have to be into health and wellness, um, but you probably already know that if you want to lose weight, one of the best ways to do it, uh, it's pretty obvious, it's exercise, right? Obviously, um, for I don't know how long, you know, everyone knows that if you want to lose weight, you got to move your body, right? You got to use energy um, that you have consumed in order to get rid of it, right? It's a pretty basic concept. Um, But what I really wanted to uh, get into a little bit more here is specifically that exercise, while it is extremely important for you know weight lo- weight loss and weight management, it's actually for so much more. It's uh, it's more. It does more for the body than just necessarily maintain weight. You know, I mean, we we think of it in that aspect, but actually, exercise is so necessary and vital to our health that we should be doing it not just for the weight loss purposes, but as just an overall maintenance of health, actually. Our bodies are made to move. Um, It's actually pretty interesting. So the term exercise actually comes from the Greek word. um, Sorry, I'm probably going to mispronounce this, but exorcisare. And this means to banish an evil spirit. So kind of like an exorcism, right? And I know that sounds a little weird at first, but it really does make sense. Um, If you think about this, when we exercise, we actually promote um, uh, lymph fluid movement in the body, which is really important because we can get a buildup of toxins in our lymphs. And uh, by moving around, we are actually creating a movement of the lymph fluids as well. Now, more specifically, if you really want to help move the lymph fluid around, you can do exercises on a trampoline. So trampoline style exercises are really good for shaking up the lymphs and getting them moving and uh, is probably one of the best ways of doing so. So if you haven't jumped on a trampoline like a kid in a while, (laughs) then go ahead and do it. Um, I finally was able to do a backflip like a year ago. Um, I haven't been able to do a backflip my whole life basically and then just (laughs) knocked it out but anyways it's a great way to have fun and still exercise and move all the lymph fluid so anyways um yeah exercise is really just so much more for the body than you know losing weight when you exercise you are you know you're strengthening your bones, you're strengthening your ligaments, you're strengthening your muscles, you're strengthening so much in the body um, that is key for longevity. So like I said, I know that we're talking about weight loss and obviously exercise is good for that, but it is, it's so much, it's so much more than just weight loss. It is truly, you know, if you think of in your older days, um, think about like maybe your grandparents, um, cause I know this is the issue with my grandma. What's, what's the number one issue that they have? It's falling, right? Most of the time when they're moving around, uh, why do they end up having to go into a wheelchair and stuff? It's because they can't steady themselves and walk any longer. They continuously fall. They stumble upon their feet. They trip over things. And, um, you know, to a person who is like myself in our 20s, of course, if you trip or something and you fall, it's really not that big of an issue. And more than likely, you're probably going to catch yourself before you even hit the ground just because you have the reflexes and the muscle and strength and all that to do so. 
But to a person who's much older, they don't have those reflexes. They don't have the, the strength in those tiny little muscles that balance you and keep you upright. So when they fall, um, not only do they fall more often, but they're also going to take harder hits when they fall. Um, you know, you hear of people breaking bones and just getting all beat up when they fall, which really is super sad. Um, but nonetheless, it comes down to the fact that uh, their muscles and ligaments and, and tendons, you know, the, and the bones, they're not what they used to be. And a lot of that comes down to the fact that they are not strengthening those things any longer. See, as we get older, it's actually very important to continuously do things that strengthen our muscles, whether that be weightlifting or any form of, you know, strengthening muscle. Uh, you definitely should not only be doing it when you're young, but specifically doing it when you're older and doing things like improving your balance, uh, which is why yoga is incredible, not only for young people, but for older people as well. Um, you know, there's no weight involved. So for people who don't like weights in their older years, that's totally fine. You're just using your body weight. But nonetheless, you're doing things that are making you balance. And that in itself is going to really help with building those muscles that help with balance. So um, yeah, working out and exercise is for me personally, I look at it more of a, you know, uh, something to do for health and not really for losing weight or maintaining a figure or something like that. I actually look at it in terms of it, you know, kind of being like almost like taking a supplement. Oh, I'm taking this lion's mane mushroom because I know it's good for my brain. Well, I'm doing exercise because I know it's good for literally like everything in the body. It's good for your brain. It's good for everything. It helps you get a better night's sleep. Everything does everything. Like I cannot, uh, express how good this is. It also actually for people who, um, are dealing with, you know, if you're, if you're in a mood, if you even your, your mind, you're dealing a little, you're a little anxious or something like that, go work out, go move. When you move your body, you're changing your state physically. You can't be, um, you know, focusing on, on something that makes you sad while you're also working out. It's going to, you know, totally shift your mind. So it does so many different things. And uh, I really feel that it's so important to highlight that. Um, you know, the other portion of this too, is that when you go and you do a workout, of course you burn calories, but if you ever like look at a treadmill when you're running on there, it, it's kind of sad to see that you've only burned like, you know, a couple hundred calories. Right. Um, and then you go and then you eat something and it's like 500 calories, you know, or 600 calories. And then you just gained, you know, twice to triple the amount back off of just eating something very simply. So, um, I think it's important to note that throughout our day, we are, you know, burning calories constantly just by living, you know, by thinking thoughts, by breathing, by, um, you know, moving your body here and there and doing things. Um, all of that is causing you to burn calories. So you're actually burning way more calories just by living than you are by like, you know, going and doing a, you know, 30 minute exercise or whatever. So, um, definitely it helps with, uh, weight and weight management, 100% definitely does that. But I think it is important to also look at exercise in the form of it just being literally a great tool for overall health. So uh, just really wanted to kind of hammer that home. Uh, but I did want to mention that when you do work out and specifically when you put on muscle, that muscle is going to be very energy hungry. So you're going to kind of up your metabolism and, you know, just having that muscle on your body, it's going to demand more energy. Thus, it's going to burn more calories as opposed to like, let's say if you had fat in place of that muscle, right? So, uh, by working out and gaining muscle, 
you know, it doesn't have to be a ton, but just gaining some muscle will actually help you to burn more calories and help with weight management. So that's definitely a very key part of this in terms of obviously this whole podcast episode being on fat loss and weight loss. Um, definitely, you know, working out is going to massively help with that. But the other portion of this, and this is really important, um, you know, there's a lot of people who the thought of going to a gym is just kind of the worst thing that they could think of. Um, it's the last thing they want to do for whatever reason it may be. Um, there's obviously a lot of people who love the gym um, and really enjoy going to it. Uh, but there's also the other side of that. There's a lot of people who don't really care for it. So to that point, I will say you do not need to go to a gym to work out. Um, there are so many workouts that you can do at your home or in your neighborhood that do not require, you know, really very little to no exercise equipment. Um, and you know, so it's free and you don't have to be in the setting of a gym if that's something you don't care to be around. Um, I always love to really talk about (laughs) something super simple, uh, but that's still an exercise and that is walking. Um, now the reason walking is something that I love to talk about as an exercise form. And some people are kind of like, Oh, you know, (laughs) no, bro, you need to go lift some weights or something, or you need to run, um, or, you know, do something way more intense. Like, of course, yeah, that's going to be good as well. But walking is so underrated. Uh, for one thing, they always say the best workout is the workout you're actually going to do. So, um, if going to lift some weights is something you dread doing and it's like, you have to will yourself to go and do it every single time. Well, um, there's probably going to be quite a few times where you just end up, you know, giving in and not going to the gym. So there you, therefore you just missed out on an entire workout, even if it was, you know, just a, a little, uh, you know, halfway workout, that's still something, you know? So, uh, it's always important to remember that the best workouts are truly the ones that you're going to do. And if walking is just much more accessible to you and it doesn't sound like a huge task to overcome, then go walk. That's going to do so much more for you than, you know, willing yourself each time to go to the gym and then, you know, giving up halfway through and then never going back. So, That's the first thing. Definitely do an exercise that you enjoy. Um, It also helps to actually release more dopamine when you do uh, an exercise that you enjoy as opposed to one that you feel um, you really have to like pull yourself to go do each time. So finding a workout that you really enjoy is number one. And the reason I also say walking is just because walking is something that's so kind of like a part of being a human. If you think about it, it is truly the most basic form of transportation is walking. That's how you move around your day and get from point A to point B, aside from, you know, using a motorized vehicle of some kind or a bike or something like that. But aside from that, it's walking. You know, walking is the most primal, basic form of transportation. And we as humans have been walking since the very beginning, you know, it's like literally something that our bodies are designed to do. And it's only here recently that we are actually living in a world where we are going against our nature. You know, we are walking what, like a thousand to a thousand five hundred steps in a day, which is like nothing at all. (laughs) You know, that's like walking around your house a few times, basically, you know, getting up to go to the restroom or something. It's very, very little. And it's actually a disservice to our body. Our body is designed to move and designed to walk. Uh, We, you know, historically, we have walked so many freaking miles. It's crazy. Um, 
And now for us to be so sedentary is really not good for our body. Our body is meant to move. It's meant to walk. And, um, yeah, for that purpose alone, that is why I personally walk every single day. Um, I make sure I try to pair it with some meals and whenever I'm working with a new client, that is the one thing that I've start them all off with is start walking. Your body needs to move. Your body needs to walk. It's something it was designed to do and, uh, it craves it basically, you know, so, uh, getting out and walking is number one. Um, if you are, you know, new to working out, then start with walking. If you already are working out, still start walking. Like it is, such an important thing to start doing. If you want to run, cool, go ahead and run as well. Um, I don't really care how you do it, but get out and move the body and specifically transport the body, right? So go ahead and walk. Um, This is incredible for your body and it gets everything moving. And uh, like I said, it's what your body was designed to do. Now on that note, um, well, sorry, actually, I also wanted to mention that, uh, you know, also a good goal can be to set, you know, the 10,000 step goal you know, that's still a pretty solid, uh, thing to do. 10,000 steps is actually a a solid amount of steps. And, um, if you hit that every single day, that's going to be incredible. It's going to do a lot for your, uh, for your weight and your weight management as well. So definitely get out, get in, uh, get out and walk. If you don't have like a thing to count your steps and, you know, um, you can break it down into like, you know, doing 30, uh, like a 30 minute walk in the morning and a 30 minute walk at night, somewhere around there will probably hit around, uh, around the 10,000 steps. And aside from that, I also wanted to mention that, you know, I, uh, let's see, that was back in 2014, I had traveled out to Europe and while I was in Europe, um, I was a college student and I was, you know, living on a budget obviously. And so while I was out there, um, I was not eating the cleanest in terms of food. You know, I was definitely just kind of getting whatever was cheapest. So I was in Spain at the time and I was eating a lot of baguettes. I was eating a lot of cheese and, and, um, you know, like, uh, like sandwich meats, you know, and, um, they have this thing called patatas bravas, which is like literally like fried potatoes with like a sauce on it. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I was grubbing on like a majority of the time, uh, or like noodles or whatever. So yeah, I was not eating very clean, but I was walking every single day and I was walking a ton. Um, I think on average I was walking somewhere around five or six miles every single day. That was like a minimum. Um, so instead of using public transportation or anything like that, uh, I was in Barcelona with my fiance and her sister and we just decided, Hey, let's just, we're here for a month. Let's just go ahead and walk everywhere, you know, really explore. And, uh, that was the best decision in my opinion. Uh, there were days where we probably walked like 10 to 15 miles, (laughs) which is so much. Um, but none, nonetheless, we were just walking constantly, like walking, walking, walking everywhere. And I was so surprised because when I got back to the U S I weighed myself and I was thinking that I was definitely going to have gained weight by this point, um, especially with the way that I was eating. And as it turned out, I actually lost, I think it was like 10 or 15 pounds, um, which is really crazy. Uh, granted I was out in Europe traveling for about two to two and a half, uh, two and a half months is what it was. So 
while I was out there, yeah, I dropped like around 10 to 15 pounds, but I was moving, obviously I was walking all the time. Um, and so it just really went to show, uh, the power of walking. Cause I wasn't out there going to the gym. I wasn't hitting the weights. I wasn't running. I wasn't doing things like that. I was literally just walking all the time. And, uh, it really helped to show me the power of a very simple movement. So anyways, <laughs> sorry to drag out this whole portion on, on walking, but I have to tell you just how important it is. So definitely get out and walk. That is if, you know, there's something you can take away from today's episode, definitely one of those would be to walk. So anyways, that's going to conclude um, the exercise portion. So now we have dieting, we have fasting, and we have exercising. Okay. So those are the, the first three. Now we're coming down to the last one. And this one is probably going to uh, be a little bit less obvious than the other ones were for you. Uh, and that is actually sleep. <laughs> so I know people probably don't associate sleeping with losing weight because it's literally the most like inactive portion of the day, right? <laughs> you go ahead and lay down and essentially just go unconscious for eight hours. So um, yeah, how does that really help out with your uh, weight management? Well, let me tell you, <laughs> there was a study done by the University of Chicago. Um, actually, I believe this was mentioned by Sean Stevenson um, from the Model Health uh, Show, and incredible dude, love his information. Um, and I believe he also put it in his book, Sleep Smarter. And in this study, they had participants on a strict diet and allowed um, the participants while on this strict diet to sleep, uh, I believe it was eight or eight and a half hours, and uh, then an, in like another part of the study, so let's say for like the first half, I don't know how long it was, let's just say it was like a month. Um, so for that first month, they were allowed to sleep that eight and a half hours to eight hours um, with their strict diet. And then for the next month, let's just say, once again, I don't know the actual time, um, they were then still on that same strict diet, but now they were only allowed to sleep five and a half hours. Now the results ended up showing that just getting those extra, you know, two, uh, two and a half to three hours of sleep actually allowed them to lose 55% more body fat, body fat, not weight, not anything, you know, not what, like nothing like that, purely body fat, 55% more body fat lost just, <laughs> a two and a half to three hour difference of sleep. So yes, sleep is extremely important for your weight loss. <laughs> it is, it's, um, I was saying on the other podcast, dieting might be the number one thing in terms of losing weight, but honestly, sleep is really close with it. Um, if your sleep is not dialed in, you are going to have a very hard time losing fat. So it actually turns out that if you have even just one bad night of sleep, it can increase your ghrelin, which is a, uh, a hormone that actually makes you hungry, and it can lower your leptin levels, which is, an, I believe, another hormone that um, is like what makes you feel satiated. So it's literally from one night of bad sleep setting you up for a new day of 
basically a bunch of hunger cravings because you're going to have increased ghrelin, which to me sounds like gremlin kind of, right? Like it's, <laughs> you're going to be ravenous for some food. Um, but nonetheless, you're going to have higher ghrelin and then you're going to have lower leptin. So you're going to feel hungrier and less satiated basically throughout the day. I've also read that a bad night of sleep, so kind of, I believe it was under six hours of sleep for this one, um, can actually leave you with a fasting blood glucose level that was similar to a pre-diabetic. That's crazy. <laughs> Just one night of sleep can already do a slew of terrible things in the body. Um, and you know, it's not only that it's, you know, giving you these crazy cravings and all this other stuff, but also if you think about it, when you, let's say for example, you're setting yourself up for a terrible night of sleep. And so therefore you're going to bed late at night, like 12 o'clock or one o'clock or something like that, which by the way, you should probably should be getting in bed no later than like 1030, you know, uh, maybe even around 10. So nonetheless, let's say you're getting in bed around 12 o'clock, one o'clock. There's a few different things that happen here. Number one, you're gonna get some munchies, right? <laughs> Late night munchies are just a thing. Like for some reason, you pass a certain time in the night and then all of a sudden you start getting these hunger cravings. I don't know why, there's definitely something going on, but nonetheless, you get these hunger cravings. And these hunger cravings aren't like, yo, let me get a nice bowl of salad <laughs> and go ahead and get down on some nice greens or some vegetable medley, right? No, you're craving all of those fatty, salty, sweet, whatever it may be. You want the ice cream, you want the potato chips, you want all the terrible stuff. So already you're like having these crazy hunger cravings, which a lot of people give into them. So now you're eating this really, really bad food super late at night, which is bad because you're not going to spend any time in that evening burning off those calories. You know, you're pretty much just going to eat it and then go to bed. So now this food is just going to basically be transported into fat. Basically it's going to, you know, also it's going to sit in your stomach as you're sleeping and get all nasty in there. It's probably going to leave you with some messed up guts in the morning. Uh, just a, a whole slew of really, really bad things. So already right there, um, the, just the lack of sleep is kind of setting you up for failure because it's giving you all these crazy hunger cravings. And then on top of that, you're going to wake up the next day because you only got like three, four, five hours of sleep. And you're going to have all these crazy hunger cravings because that ghrelin is elevated and the leptin is lowered. So really getting to bed at a good time, allowing the body to rest, allowing the body to clean house, which is what it does at that time, is really, really important. Because if you are eating also, sorry, I forgot to mention, if you're eating really late at night, something else that's happening is you're actually spiking your cortisol and you're making it difficult to get to bed. So if you eat really close, like let's say you eat and then you go within, uh, to bed within the next like 30 minutes or something like that. What's gonna happen is, you, yeah, you might knock out, but you're not actually really sleeping. You're just kind of unconscious. You're not getting into your deep, you're not getting into your REM cycles. Um, you're just staying in like a really just light, light sleep um, because your body's just unconscious, but you're not actually really getting the beneficial portions of the sleep. You really wanna get into the deep sleep and to the REM sleep cycles. And if you aren't doing that, like I said, it's going to cause these issues with, you know, hormones the following days, give you all these crazy cravings and, you know, give you a, possibly a, a fasting blood glucose level similar to that of a pre-diabetic, just so many different things. So 
sleep, um, much like exercise, is really important for so much more than just weight loss. Um, as you can do, or as you can see, it has a lot to do with setting um, your hormones right and making sure you don't wake up in the morning with crazy cravings. And um, yeah, also plus when you when you go to bed, that is actually the time in which your workout. Um, uh, the workout basically benefits are seen. So I know that was really poorly worded, but if you go work out at the gym, for example, or just lift some heavy stuff, uh, when you're lifting that, obviously you're tearing the muscles and it isn't until you go to sleep that you actually receive the benefits from that workout. You'll actually leave the gym in worse shape than you were uh, before you entered. Um, and it's not until you go to bed that you actually receive the benefits and you allow your muscles to repair themselves and, uh, to grow stronger. So yeah, altogether, um, sleep is just super, super important, like for many, many more things than just fat and fat loss. But in terms of the fat loss, it is extremely, extremely important. Um, you know, if, uh, if you even just look at it from the level of having a bad night's sleep and then waking up the next morning and, um, you know, being groggy, um, like irritable and, you know, just like not wanting to put up with anyone's stuff, you know, uh, well, guess what? You're going to have really low willpower and that's probably going to mean that you're not going to make the best decisions in terms of food. You're probably going to give into cravings. You know, you're, you're just not going to have the willpower that a really, really well person or well rested version of yourself is going to have. So if you're super well rested, you're going to have, you know, more conviction to say, you know what? No, I'm going to pass on the cookies and instead have my you know, whatever it may be, <laughs> salad or whatever. Um, and so you're just going to have more willpower to do, uh, make better choices. So yeah, sleep is incredibly important for a lot of things, but very, very important for, uh, weight loss and fat loss specifically, like I said earlier. So, um, yeah, definitely make sure you are getting good sleep. Um, it should be a minimum of six hours and probably more, more like seven to eight hours. And uh, not only that, you should really be trying to make sure that you're getting really, really good quality sleep. And there's a lot that goes into that. But for one, um, the best thing I can tell you is to stop eating two to four hours before bedtime. That right there is going to be game changer and is going to help so much in getting good sleep and getting into the correct cycles of sleep um, and not just staying in that light sleep cycle. So really, really watch out with that. And, you know, it all kind of comes together. It's like, and to do that, you know, it's much easier to just go to bed earlier because if you stay up late, like I said, you're going to have all those cravings. So it all kind of ties in, get to bed at a good time, stop eating, you know, two to four hours before bed, and you're going to have awesome sleep. You have a 55% better chance of losing pure fat, like not even anything else, just fat, because obviously we know that, you know, your muscles can actually be broken down and, uh, you can lose weight in that sense. And, and you can lose weight through water and all these different things. No, we're just talking specifically bell or not belly fat, but fat. So, uh, yeah, capitalize on your sleep. <laughs> it's super important. Um, I, I have a podcast episode on sleep and I'm sure I'll have more in the future, but make sure that you're looking into that and seeing how you can really improve it. So, Anyways, that is all four of the, you know, ways to lose uh, fat and uh, to lose weight. So once again, it's the dieting, which by the way, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm saying this specifically in terms of losing weight, which is why I say for the dieting, you could go a ketogenic route because it has shown um, good results in terms of losing fat and losing weight. Um, fasting, which once again, is super good for so many things, but uh, definitely can help you with losing weight. Oh, and by the way, with the diet, you could also just really focus on whole foods, honestly, uh, eating whole foods, whole meaning um, it looks like the source it came from. So an apple obviously looks like it came from an apple tree. Um, you know, meat came from an animal, um, but Oreos, where the heck did those come from? Obviously it's not a whole food. Uh, that's a processed food, but whole foods are things that you can easily recognize. So eating more whole foods, things like fruits, vegetables, high quality meats, um, and then yes, the fasting and then exercising, like I said, I don't care what you do, <laughs> just move your body. It can be as simple as going out for a walk. Um, whatever exercise you want to do is the right exercise for you. Of course, if you go and you look up what's the uh, exercise that's going to burn the most calories, um, the one that typically comes up is like running. Um, but if running's not your thing, that's fine. You can do so many other things. You know, st running stairs can make you uh, burn calories really quickly as well. So there's so many different things, but realistically, just do the thing that you enjoy the most. If that's swimming, walking, lifting weights, doing yoga, whatever, just do it. The one that you enjoy the most is most important to do. And uh, if you can, go ahead and walk. Add walking into uh, your workouts as well. Super simple to do, but your body is designed for it. So, uh, once again, the dieting, fasting, uh, exercise, and then last but not least sleep, make sure you are capitalizing on your sleep, get that sleep down packed, make sure you are getting good sleep and getting a good amount of sleep. And those four things together, if you are really doing all four of those well and correctly, and you are not losing weight, I would be extremely surprised. Um, actually, I, I don't even think it's possible. Like if you have weight to lose and you're doing those four things, you are going to drop weight 100%. Um, and if you are already in really great physical shape, then it's going to help you maintain it. So go ahead and uh, give those all four a try. Um, if you haven't heard uh, last week's episode, please go back and do so now. Um, but nonetheless, give those four things a try. Um, they're not just good for weight loss. They're good for everything. They're good for overall health and wellness. So there's something that everyone can be practicing. And if you have uh, found some benefit out of this episode, please share it with someone who would also receive some benefit from it as well, which as I said, everyone can be doing these things. So um, everyone can really benefit from these. Uh, but yes, please go ahead and share uh, this episode with anyone who might need it. Um, share this on your stories on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you want to share it at. And be sure to tag me. I would love to see it. And um, yeah, if you haven't taken some time to review the show yet, please do so. That really means so much to me. It helps people to find the show. And also, if you write a review on Apple Podcasts, I love to read those. Those are really cool to see um, kind of how people are enjoying the show or what they want to see more of or whatever it may be. Um, so definitely go ahead and do that. It takes, you know, like a minute to do it. Uh, reach out to me on Instagram. I'd love to hear from all of you. Uh, feel free to shoot me a follow on there as well. And uh, yeah, I really hope that this 
episode, you know, really gave you some benefit and some actionable steps to take control of your health and, um, you know, turn back to or return back to your natural state of health. That's really what this is all about. I want to be able to give you actionable things that you can actually do and implement into your life today and, uh, really change your health and, uh, change it for the better. So anyways, I hope you walk away. Well, at least today you walked away with four different things that you can definitely start implementing into your life today and can add a massive benefit to your health. So anyways, thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. I know this is kind of long and, and, uh, just covering like two topics, but they're really, really important. And, uh, I'm really appreciative to have all of you listening to me and uh, I'm so happy to be able to share this information with all of you and uh, I really hope it's adding just tons of benefit to your life. That's really the goal of mine in this podcast is to just share this knowledge with all of you and allow you to go ahead and use this knowledge in whatever way you would like to. So anyways, thank you all very much. You guys already know the uh, the motto of this show. It is do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. Always connect to the elements. Alrighty, guys, take it easy. Have a beautiful rest of your week. I will see you guys on Monday uh, for the Monday mini episode. And yeah, that's going to do it. Have a good one. Um, Yeah, do well in life. All right. (laughs) Peace and love, everybody. Take it easy. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.